It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers, when you sign up using promo code DNVR, you can make a $5 bet on the NBA playoffs. And when your team wins, you get $150 in bonus bets instantly with code DNVR and only with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. We have a guest. And we have a guest. She's not a Rockies fan. And she's a Cardinals <laughs> fan here in Denver. One of the 25% of Denver's population, Cardinals fans. Yes. Pretty much. Or Cubs. Or Dodgers. There's a lot of Cardinals fans. There are so many Cardinals fans. Kristen, how's it going today? It's going Despite great. the fact that your team got their butts kicked in last <laughs> night, 7-4, to four, they got tacoed. How are you feeling this morning? You know what? I'm feeling good because I, you know, baseball is my first love. So for me, I'm just happy I get to see the Cardinals. I don't always get to go back to St. Louis to watch them. So just being able to go to games and be excited. It's the beginning of the season. We still got a lot of baseball left. So mm. if we lose to one bad team, it's okay. Wow. <laughs> Coming in hot, folks. Did you hear that? Dude, we're getting our butts kicked in right now verbally. Well, we'll, uh, we'll be talking about <laughs> Nolan Arenado's return, which got overshadowed. We were hoping it would have gotten overshadowed in it for good reasons with Herman Marquez and all of the franchise records. He was uh, set to overtake on Monday's ball game, but unfortunately uh, it was more about uh, his injury, which was disappointing to see. And, and Susie, you've got some, some gossip. So we'll, I do have some gossip. We'll get we, to it today. We said that we had gossip Probably. on Sunday, and because we're so tired on, <laughs> you know, after a game, we both forgot to just do an entire segment. Yeah, 7-4 win last night for the Rockies, which was great. Colorado is now, uh, they're still under 500 all-time against the Cardinals. But at home, Rockies are 62-53 and 53 in Denver, plus 84 run differential. So... Wow. When the Cardinals come to Colorado, they kind of get yep. on. In fact, Cardinals haven't won a series in Denver since 2019. How do you feel about that? How about that? I actually believe that was the series that I bet my boyfriend on it. And so he had to wear Cardinals gear to the game. He hated it. Ooh. And he's a Rockies fan. He's a huge Ro diehard Rockies wow. fan. Born and raised Denver. So. Cardinals, or, or Rockies conversely, have not won in St. Louis since, won a series in St. Louis since 2009. So well, we don't have to talk about that. It's fine. <laughs> no, we will, we will not. <laughs> We will not talk about that. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of lot of Rockies, Cardinals crossover, Larry Walker kind of being that that <laughs> first guy, Matt Holiday, and you know certain certain third baseman cousin of a of a former Rocky. So yes, Nolan Arenado. So there's there's a lot of crossover uh, for better or worse between Cardinals and Rockies fans. So not the same misery that Rockies fans typically have to go through. Cardinals it's, fans have dealt with. It's a different level. It's totally different. It's it's very different. But Herman Marquez there in the top of the sixth, 
not able to, to throw a pitch, not able to get his quality start, had gone five innings, gave up two runs, looked solid, only four strikeouts, so he was probably going to come up shy of the franchise record of 985 strikeouts by Jorge De La Rosa, needed 10 to tie, 11 to pass, so uh, that may happen uh, in his next start, but there's a chance he might not get a next start for a while, and if it's really bad... He could never possibly start for the Rockies again. He he only has this is his final year officially under contract. Next year uh, is a team option. Uh, if he has Tommy John surgery, wow, oh, that this is, is bad. This is bad. This is uh, this was going to be such a great year for Airmont too. Yeah, it you really know, you could it really was lining up that feel way. It. This is this is sad. It was lining up, Kristen. I don't know if you were watching the game at all and saw that. You know, again, if even if there's a team playing your your favorite club, you you don't hope anyone gets hurt. And certainly not like that. When a guy's dealing, he's on the precipice of history uh, and still has some of his best days ahead of him as a 28-year-old starting pitcher. Well, and the Rockies are definitely my second favorite team. You know, living here, being around it, being able to go to so many games, um, it's like a good atmosphere there. You don't want to see that from a pitcher like him. I mean, he's one of the guys on the team that you just know. He's been around for so long. I mean, him and, you know, Bud Black. <laughs> so yeah. it's... It was unfortunate to see, and I really hope he can come back. Um, I did see that Tommy John might be on the table, but you just don't yeah. want that. You don't want it. Like, I root for these guys when they're playing. You know, it's not easy to be a pitcher in Colorado. And so when you see a guy doing that well, like, I caught myself going, oh, wait, no, 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 wrong team, wrong team. She loves us. <laughs> she loves us, folks. It's funny you talk about Marquez and Black being together and obviously Freeland and Senzatella in that 2017 season where they all kind of came of age uh, uh, the pitchers were rookies, but Black, far from a rookie uh, <laughs> at all. Rookie manager, I guess, if you want to say, for the Rockies. But Marquez made his debut in 2016. He 21 years old. So he, he's the second longest tenured Rocky, yeah. you know, the longest tenured you know, starting pitcher uh, with the franchi franchise at, at the big league level. So he's been so incredibly durable. He was still able to get the win last night. So he now has 65 for his career, third most all-time bypassed the Canadian, Jeff Francis. Mm. So he's still working his way up that list, but it, was, uh, it wasn't as somber as I thought it was going to be. Obviously, just watching the looks on the faces of everyone that was at the mound last night, they, Trejo was the one whose face just was grimacing, and he was trying to hold back the looks of, of sadness, like, oh, no, we know we know it mid forearm tightness. You know he's right yeah. above the elbow, holding on to it. Diaz is is waving, buddy, and the trainer's over. And you go, you your head immediately goes to the worst. And so those guys on that mound, they were thinking it. Everyone was thinking it, and it really just kind of was a very dark cloud over the rest of the night, and could be a dark cloud over the whole season now. Yeah, you could you could see it on everyone's faces, the concern, the worry, the panic. Yeah, it, you it don't was you don't like to see that. No, we got into the clubhouse, and Buddy seemed truthfully upbeat. You know how sometimes you have the positive spin, and you go, oh, you're saying the right things. I'm not sure if I should take that with a grain of salt, if that's real, if that's fake. This seemed more true, truly like, no, no, you know, it's, it's okay. He's had this before, uh, August of 2019. Mm. Yeah, he was shut down August 22nd. He made a start. We didn't see him for the rest of 2019. In fact, oddly enough, that start came against the St. Louis Cardinals and hmm. did come in St. Louis. And the last time that the Rockies were in St. Louis in August, Antonio Senzatella blew out, blew out his ACL. Uh, there's something going on here. And this year you guys will be playing St. Louis in St. Louis in August. Okay. Just right. so you know. So, <laughs> that's, that is uh, I don't another trust harbinger. You guys. I don't trust you guys one bit. Yeah, that's it's the voodoo magic. 
Could be. Yeah, that that's uh, that's wild. So Buddy seemed kind of positive and said, hey, you know, August 2019, we shut him down. It's precautionary. He was able to come back. I'm wondering how much the pandemic shortened season allowed him you know, to get his recovery. He still made two spring training starts, though, mm-hmm. uh, in 2020 after being shut down in 2019. So, you know, that 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 was pretty positive. But you you hope it, it doesn't go the route of Lucas Gilbert, where you get the PRP injection. And again, we don't know anything yet. We'll, we'll know a lot more once we get to the ballpark today, Wednesday, Thursday. It might not even be until Friday until we really get more of a final prognosis. But Lucas Gilbert, in talking with him this past week, you know, got the PRP injections and he felt fine all offseason. And, and you never want to go under the knife. Mm-hmm. And even if he could have gotten surgery late last year in September, that would have w- wiped away this entire season. But he would have been able to start 2024 on opening day, fresh, ready to go. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. But it also could have been that he recovered. Mm-hmm. He could have just recovered and not needed surgery in the first place. So you just kind of have to wait these things out and you hope that it's not Tommy John. Herman did say that in 2019, you know, it was more of pain that was in his forearm that he had. It wasn't just a tightness. Mm-hmm. He had the tightness in between starts, uh, but, you know, kind of kind of pushed through a little bit. He felt it, I think, in the fourth, was fine. And then, you know, that was that was it. But if he's if he's gone for a serious amount of time. Doesn't think he'll probably make his start in Seattle on Sunday, which is where he made his start nearly threw a no hitter uh, oh, just man. in, in 2021. So that would have been cool for him to go back and kind of uh, maybe finish that job. He's, he's probably not going to get that opportunity, but hopefully he still has many more remaining left in this season. And, you know, seeing that Lucas Gilbreth has gone through something similar in our extremely recent memory, that yeah. makes me so nervous that it's going right. to be bad news. But I want to stay positive because you d- you shouldn't panic about things that you don't know the outcome of yet. Yeah, so true. I'm trying to not freak out, but like I'm kind of freaking out right now. Yeah, uh, Marquez does have a $16 million club option for 2024, $2.5 million buyout. So I wouldn't expect that if, let's say, and again, this is all hypothetical, but maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse, but these are the, these are the things that you have to think about and prepare for uh, in, in the coming hours, really, this is an hour-by-hour hour update situation, is, okay, he's going to be lost for the entirety of this year. For probably most of next year, and even if he were to come back in the second half, like Tyler Kinley, he's not going to be Hermen Marquez just yet. Uh, it, it's not going to be there just yet exactly. So, um, you know, you, you hope that the Rockies maybe do the right thing and say, all right, we'll pick up your contract, but maybe we'll sign a two, three year extension, kind of spread that money out rather than just having a buyout overall and just, just buying out his deal. And then he's an untethered free agent at the end of this year. And then never makes another start again with the Colorado Rockies, which would be obviously, you know, really uh, sad and disappointing. Mark talking in our chat here on the DNVR sports channel on YouTube. I think the Rockies would pick up the team option on Herman either way even if he's injured because it allows him good faith to resign him when he comes back. Yeah, and even what they could do is basically the workaround could be, you know, they buy him out only to immediately re-sign him to, as I just said, a two, three-year deal. So, you know, now instead of paying him $16 million to just, you know, recover, maybe they pay him, you know, $30 million for two seasons. And really, you know, the insurance is covering much of 2024, and then 2025 he can come back in his age 30 season and, uh, and they can get something more out of him. And then he can surpass, you know, Jorge De La Rosa for the most all-time strikeouts. It's just crazy that 
there's a chance that he might not beat this record that we were all talking about on Monday with Buddy. Mm-hmm. I was talking with him, uh, Marquez, about it on Sunday and Vinny Castilla saying, hey, we're, we're on the precipice. This is new strikeout leader Eve. And it, it might you not happen. It. You, you know what, Patrick, it. the way you were <laughs> saying it, you know. Don't do that. I don't know. I think you did that. Don't do that, please. Patrick. I would appreciate that. Um, I would appreciate if you did come down to the DNVR bar on the corner <laughs> of Colfax and York, of course. Uh, it's a spot where diehards can get 20% off uh, all of your uh, your gear that you, you need at dnvrlocker.com, all of our tailgates, takeovers. We got one on April 29th coming up against the Diamondbacks. That's going to be fantastic. Section 115. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. That's really a good section. close. Really Super close. close to my favorite concession stand. Ooh, the Monster Nacho stand at Section 110. And you get a... a $15 concession credit with that. And they have the new walking taco at the Monster Nacho stand. No, I think Is it's at the it? Sandlot. No, last night it was at the Monster Nacho one. Really? Delish. Because when I was at the Monster Nacho <laughs> stand on Saturday, that was not there. Yeah, I mean, that's what I got yesterday, and it was oh delicious. Oh, my god! It's a Midwest thing, like, you know. So. Yeah. New, new upgrades <laughs> every day at Coors Field, apparently. Seriously, yeah. they're, they're still figuring it out, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, we're going to be able to have a lot of fun there in Section 115 for the takeover on April 29th, Saturday. You get a free shirt, too, with that. If you have an annual membership, of course, you do get a free shirt each and every year at that membership. And if you're here at the DNVR bar, you're getting 15% off your food and your drink, your entire tab, food too. So it's not just all the great written content behind the paywall, the diehards only discord. Uh, it's, it's all kinds of other really good stuff as well. Uh, and make sure you get yourself signed up because we got a deadline coming up. April 13th is when the spring leagues close for Volo Sport. They have got a million different types of leagues. We, we're joining a bowling we're league. We're doing apparently. a bowling league. I'm Monday playing night. against you guys on Monday oh. nights. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I joined the league, have my own team. Why do you okay. hate us? I just like beating you. <laughs> if I can't beat you at the stadium, you know, might as well be at the bowling alley. <laughs> well, I'm excited that like everyone's doing this bowling league. <laughs> it's going to be Creek. fun. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's the lanes down at uh, Cherry Creek. Bolero. It's, Bolero. Yeah. That's the spot. Do you have a name for your, your bowling team yet? I think we're the Les Miserables. There we go. <laughs> okay. I like that. That could I work. I used Google. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, was that like an, an auto-populated quirky bowling name generator? Surprisingly, you know how you can do with like fantasy baseball team names? They had one of those like websites and there was some options. Most of them were inappropriate. Um, so <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so we went I, with yeah. one. <laughs> that works. We have to put out a poll online to see, you know, uh, decide what our, our bowling team name is. Will you be participating in that at all? Do you know? Well, I think our I think it's on Monday night. So it kind of depends on what the Rockies are mm-hmm. doing. We're going to be a sub. We'll, we'll be like coming in from the bullpen very aptly. Yeah. Right? Well, I live really close to that Bolero. So oh, nice. if it's like a day where the Rockies are on the road, uh, I might pop by even if I'm not bowling. There you go. Yeah. That could work. That definitely would work. Yeah. They got kickball, soccer, volleyball, softball, cornhole, bocce, basketball, pickleball, so much. Uh, they're they're doing all kinds of events. Lodo, Uptown, City Park, Highlands, Sloan's Lake, Cherry Creek, DU, Inglewood, Arvada, Aurora, Northfield, so much more. Head on over to Volo Sport. Uh, and the cool thing is, you know, adults, we we pay to play, and it's a lot of fun. And that actually, uh, since, since Volo Kids Foundation is a separate 501c3, that allows the kids to play for free. Oh, I, I absolutely love that. I love that. How did uh, how did y'all love the return of of Nolan Arenado? And is, are, we making, many, are we making too much of this? I return? was going to say, how many years are we going to keep hyping up him coming back to Coors Field? Like he seemed kind of over it last year. Yeah. 
And now this year, I'm just like, we're gonna how how often are, how, we're gonna keep. Doing are we this? hyping it or are we well, just I guess covering? Because we are it? still we are still paying him, so I guess <laughs> yeah. I guess it's fair. We should be talking he's about it. He's the second highest player on the Colorado Rockies, so <laughs> we might as well. Well, that's the thing is that is it is it hype or is it just it kind of comes with the territory with a guy who's a legendary Colorado Rocky. Like, hey, we're just checking in on him, but he's not the big he's not the main story, the main event anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a uh, you know a generational talent that has left our team. So yeah, I guess it is natural to want to hear from him, hear what he has to say, sure. hear how he's doing. Yeah. And the fans talk about him at the games. You hear about yeah. it all the time. Nolan's coming up. You know, what is he going to do? People are booing. Some people are cheering. Like, <laughs> it really just depends. I mean, but he's <laughs> talked about, so he has to be covered. I don't think it's like overhyped really, but and, you know, I also noticed when he comes back, he doesn't do so well. He went over <laughs> last night and that's, you know, not ideal for me, especially in a hitter's ballpark. Um, Sure. Especially when some of the people who were running the concessions who I know came up to me is like, man, he was hitting some bombs at BP. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to be in my seat for mm. every one of his at-bats. And then, you know, it, it wasn't the best showing for him. But maybe, I don't know, maybe you get the yips a little bit when you're back at your, your the stadium oh that you kind of grew up in. <laughs> also, like, I mean, <laughs> we, yeah, he grew up here. I'm sure this whole situation, you know, broke his heart a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think he loved Colorado. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was such he was such a good guy for the fans. Everybody yeah. loves him. Everybody remembers, you know, what was it, the Father's Day mm-hmm. when he hit for the cycle, yep. like things like that. Like you had these memories that are just ingrained in you as a fan of the team, and he's part of that. He's just always going to be a part of that. So I don't know. I'm obviously a Cardinals fan first and foremost, but I love when I see him back here and I love when I see those excited fans, the people who are Rockies fans who own Cardinals Arenado stuff because they're like, that's my boy. Oh no, they're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed. I don't think you're allowed to do that. As somebody who owns a lot of jerseys for a lot of various teams that most people don't understand. Um, I get it. I hundred percent get it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if they have my blessing. <laughs> I love you. I, I love the idea that yeah, fans are still, you know, commemorating Arenado and, and they've got all these wonderful memories you know, Nolan was was asked about kind of his own reflections. Like, hey, has it sunk into you that you're in a very elite class of eight players all time in the history of baseball who have hit 300 home runs, which he was able to get on a Saturday? Just eke that one out before coming to Colorado. I was that hoping been he cool. would save it. I was. That would have been mm. cool. That would have been cool. So he gets 300 home runs, 10 Gold Glove awards. Only eight guys have ever done it himself. Willie Mays, Al Kaline, Johnny Bench, Mike Schmidt, Ken Griffey Jr., Andrew Jones, Yvonne Rodriguez, Josh uh, John Smith says he's going to pop off with multiple home runs here these next two games. If he does, that will, uh, and if it is multiple too, uh, he will overtake Carlos Gonzalez for most home runs hit at Coors Field. Cargo. Nolan's got 138, Cargo's got 139 all time, so Cargo's still in third place for the time being. That will be interesting. But but Nolan said that like yeah I don't I don't feel like I I belong in that class you know and, and I mean it's a it's an incredible it's list a to be a part of like that's yeah. insane like the names that you just listed off so to be part of that and for him I feel like he is a relatively humble guy yes um, like I, I I get where he's coming from where he's like I don't I don't feel like I'm that but you are you are you're you're a legend dude <laughs> and somehow Andrew Jones on the list isn't in the Hall of Fame yet so that lets you know Andrew Jones's candidacy and why why he belongs in there so. He said he wasn't really able to reflect. He's like, yeah, we, if maybe if we had the day off the next day, I would have been able to, to do that. But, hey, we got a game. We got to grind through. We got to get back on track. Uh, Cardinals, you know, kind of scraping along. But then <laughs> I followed up and said, okay, well, have you been able to reflect or did you reflect when you walked back into this building? Coors Field mm-hmm. was your home for eight seasons. And, you know, what, what do you think about the, do those moments and those memories and those thoughts come rushing back to you? And he said, yeah, absolutely. You know, DJ 
Cargo, you know, all those guys, Todd, Tulo, he still has those, those fond memories when he comes into the stadium. And I imagine, you know, and he said as much the last couple of years, last year in particularly, that, you know, when he steps onto the field, he has those same feelings of, of being on the actual field. When he's in the clubhouse, you know, when he's walking through the tunnel, in the basement, all that, it, it's about his teammates and about those memories. But when he's on the field, he remembers the Father's Day home run in 2017 to complete the cycle. You know, he can remember, you know, clinching some some postseason berths there in, in 2018 with with Marquez on the mound. You know, had had so many words of praise for Marquez. I love that guy. Hope he doesn't get I hope he doesn't get his 10 strikeouts to tie the franchise record tonight. But loves that guy, and uh, you know, was even went out to dinner on Sunday night with Kyle Freeland. Um, That's I, adorable. I did find it interesting too that he didn't take batting practice with the team. So, any of those fans that got to the ballpark early and were hoping to see him and Paul Goldschmidt mm-hmm. uh, take batting practice, he did not do that. It was about at one fifty, you know, before clubhouses opened. He was there under the, under the turtle shell, kind of taking batting practice in the the quiet of Coors Field. We'll see if I get we get a chance to talk to him today. You know, why did he? Do it that way versus, you know, during his normal time. Um, I wonder sometimes maybe if he doesn't want to be a distraction to his yeah, teammates. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's true. He could be working on certain things. And again, it, it's quiet. Um, and when, you know, he was with the Rockies, you take batting practice as the home team. There aren't any fans there. Mm-hmm. So that's that could have been his way of being like, I want to remember it. You know, the way that the I way used to have it. The way it was, it. yeah. The way it that was. Makes sense. I do want to talk about some of the comments we're getting in. Because yeah. first of all, so many people are so excited to see you. Yeah. Despite this jersey. <laughs> biggest biggest hey, guest yet. This is a good one. This is David Eckstein. Come on. Okay. Like. Okay. We'll let you have it. Um, uh, but John Smith says, uh, I think, I'm assuming about Nolan. This is while we were talking about Nolan. He's about to pop off with multiple homers these next two games. Hmm. <laughs> Mitch is over here. He just goes, ugh. Ugh. I was yeah. hoping. I was hoping, yeah, that that milestone one would happen here. Yeah. What that a jerk. That would have been that would have been pretty cool. Charlie and Kyle, uh, in speaking with Patrick Saunders, said that, you know, basically that Nolan's work ethic is is still, you know, pervasive in the clubhouse. And, you know, Nolan was was appreciative of of learning those comments, but he said, "Yeah, ultimately, you know, I don't, I don't know any of those guys in that clubhouse. There's not too many guys that he's played with. I mean, quite literally, I think it's just of active players: Freeland, Marquez, Charlie, and and Ryan McMahon. Yeah, I think that's yeah. quite literally it. I, I don't think anyone else. I think oh, Daz. I think he might have made his debut in 2019. Mm-hmm. Didn't play at all in 2020, which was strange. Debuted in 2019, but didn't mm-hmm. get in that uh, pandemic shortened season. Um, so doesn't really know those guys. Yeah, and B Rod debuted in 2019 too. Sure, sure. Yeah. So they've they've overlapped, but you know yeah, how but, much time did they really get to spend together? Right, right. But on the active roster, you know, it's it's super small and Senzatella, but we haven't even seen Senzatella in, in Denver just yet. So uh, fond memories for for Nolan and. Uh, kind of re- reliving it all, and you know, with with Marquez going back to him, he's going to miss it probably at least one start. Who takes his his spot in the rotation? There's only two guys on the 40 man roster right now that are starting pitchers down in Albuquerque. Uh, that of course being Noah Davis, who has looked better than Peter Lambert, who's mm-hmm. still stretching out. He's had a bunch of injuries himself, so uh, you know Davis would be fine in a spot 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 start. He could go into the bullpen. Go yeah. with one of the long relievers. Ty Block has looked really solid. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want to lose the lefty in, out of your pen. Uh, Connor Seabolt, also, you know, former starter, probably still could be a starter. Uh, you could put him uh, at, 
as a starter for for a game or two, and then then call up a, a Blair Calvo, Riley Pine, mm. somebody that's on the forty man, and and so kind of swap them out as a reliever. But I think you're you're still going to need more innings than you'd like out of your bullpen if you don't have you know a true starter in there. So uh, Rockies. Uh, it kind of could be in a real bind here. This is, you know, uh, this rotation didn't have that much depth in the first place. So now that we're looking at a possible serious, serious injury, this is this is definitely putting a, a big damper on on the expectations. Because Buddy even said at spring training, like we got to set the record straight because we didn't. They, these guys didn't do what they wanted to do last year, and they want to right that ship. Yeah, we hope for the best always, and. Not not just injury wise, but just for the team. Like we, yeah. we want them to play well, obviously, and that uh, makes our job more and win fun. a bunch of games makes <laughs> you know? it a lot more fun. It makes you guys happier, right? I think <laughs> makes it. Yeah, what makes, makes it a lot you more happy? Fun for what makes you happy? It's Rockies exciting fans. for me as a fan though, because I go to a lot of games. I bus in from Boulder, and you get dropped off right there. And it's just like, why not yeah. go to a game? And it's so much more fun when there are tons of people there paying attention to the game, enjoying it, excited for the crack of the bat. Like mm-hmm. when the Rockies do well, I love it. Like it's ha- has it made it more exciting to know that you will probably see all nine innings because it's going to be, you know, less than three hours. It might even be closer to two and a half. <laughs> Does that also has that been a new element for fans going to the ballpark of like, no, I, I plan on staying. If it goes crazy long, like, oh, I don't know, three hours and two minutes. I'm still going to be able to see the whole game. Does that change the experience a little bit as well? I think it's more exciting because, and I never, I didn't think I would agree with Rob Manfred ever, but this is such <laughs> a good thing. Like the game's going faster. It's entertaining. I can stick around for the whole game. I don't have to worry about, I mean, I'm an old lady. I like to be in bed at a good hour. And you know what? I, I left the game and I was like, I, I still have part of my evening left. I can do things. Um, but it also, the, the pace of play is nice as a fan. I don't know how the players are enjoying it because I know... Some people can't get into the routines, different things like that. But for me as a fan, it's really exciting to know that it's about two and a half hours. It's my favorite sport, so I could sit there forever. But it is fun when you see people sitting in their seats till the end of the game. It's just a fun experience. And this is my first game to actually attend as a fan um, with the pitch clock. And I like it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. Well, also, I mean, a lot of the guys, a lot of the younger players who are minor leaguers for the past you know, several mm-hmm. seasons, they're kind of used to it. Yeah. And like the veterans, they've been doing this game for so long. They can adjust. Well, and I mean, you're, you're used to fans sometimes getting frustrated. Like, oh, why are they stepping out of the batter's box again to adjust mm-hmm. their gloves? And I get that like, there's there's some history to that and it's part of the game. But also, I mean, we we want more people to enjoy the game and not always say that baseball is boring. It's not, by the way. Um, but but it's nice when other people can enjoy the game that even maybe aren't diehard baseball fans. But I can take people to the game and be like, hey, you're going to be here for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a quality game. People are going to be doing things. You're not going to be waiting around. Um, and it's like exciting. Like there's yeah. just, there's more to it, I think. Um, but it's, you know, but then you get to the other problem where managers aren't, aren't able to like challenge um, plays because of the pitch clock. So Cardinals had an extra 20 <laughs> seconds last night to review that play, which I did not realize you did show me the clip. Mm-hmm. Charlie Blackman was at a home plate. Not because Wilson Contreras was on home plate because he was not, but he did follow through and and actually tag him. So uh, Cardinals need to do a better job there. I just think it's funny because our manager, Ollie, love him. Not everybody does. He's new. He's inexperienced. And I think some of that shows with if you're watching the Cardinals at all this season, there's some inexperience being shown there. But he criticized one of our players for not hustling. And so everybody yesterday after he didn't get to the challenge quick enough <laughs> said, well, maybe he should have hustled a little bit That's more. That's good. And I love that. I love that is 
It's a good sass. <laughs> Baseball fans on Twitter are actually the best fans. I, I don't. They yeah. are the best. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I think sometimes people can get a little dramatic, but it's fun. We have 162 games. Like, there's so much that can happen. For me, I'd rather us be figuring things out right now at the beginning of the season, working on, like, our pitching is not doing so hot right now. So it'd be great if Miles could come out and have, like, a really good game. But I'd, like, I'd rather it be happening right now than in September when we're like, wait, we're about to maybe make the playoffs. Why are we trying to make these changes right now? Like, let's figure it out early in the season. Let's, you know, get some momentum going and then enjoy the summer. Ooh, momentum. Like, we love that word. Yeah, today's game, we got Kyle Freeland, Miles Michaelis. Boom, Team USA matchup. Miles Michaelis has, uh, according to Ben Carey, shout out to him, uh, worst batting average of any pitcher at Coors Field all time since 2002, which is the post-Humidor era. So, uh, era, so... That should be interesting. He's already been been struggling. So get your tickets Mm. now for that. (laughs) Wait until uh, close to the first pitch because if you do that, it your price or your ticket's going to be even cheaper, especially if you're going on game time tickets. That's the other great thing with the with the pitch clock. Seamless ad read. I love that. I was like, is this an ad? I I never know (laughs) if I'm in an ad anymore. This is late stage capitalism. (laughs) Am I I in an ad? That's uh, (laughs) are we in an ad? What are we? We kind of are in an ad. This is weird. Yes. We've sponsored stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. From from FOCO, they send us some great things. The spring training, it, it's fantastic. But game time tickets. Now, for some of these Rockies games, you can go see a game mm-hmm. that's going to be less than two and a half hours for less than the price of a movie ticket. Even better. And it's a one-time only performance when you go to a game <laughs> from game time tickets. And you're not going to be back be able to really go back and watch it on DVD and, and watch it over a million times. It's only happening. And you never know what's going to happen. You never know. It's unpredictable Especially in that Especially at way. Coors Field. There's, yeah. there's no spoiler alerts. There's no. That's why DraftKings <laughs> exists. DraftKings doesn't have bets on, hey, is Thanos going to be killed at the end of this movie? Like, you, you know. If you've seen it one time, you know the answer. Wait, what? Spoilers. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen it myself. I don't. Josh I Brolin. don't even know what, what, what you're talking about. about. <laughs> okay, that's a, I get the references. I just I don't I don't watch the things. It's just it's in the Who's air. Thanos the is he Greek? <laughs> he is. He's a, does he well, go to the Greek Orthodox Church or, I mean, Church over in Alameda? I think it does come from from a Greek god though. But but you can be a Greek god, <laughs> Irish god, Italian god, whatever you want, and just make tickets up here with the click of a button in the link in our description. Game time tickets. Hey, Shady Rays, come on! I still have my Shady Rays. Folks, two days, she hasn't lost them, she hasn't broken them, but if she does, No problem, I get a new pair. It's fantastic, yeah, they've got an amazing system over there where lost or broken, they're going to hook you up. Even if you don't love them, you can return them, exchange them for free uh, for 30 days. So you get them, put them on your face, say, ah, this doesn't really fit the shape of my face. No harm, no foul done. Boom, send it back, you get a full refund, but really... You're going to love it. You can actually go down to Park Meadows Mall, make sure that that it is a good fit for you. Buy two or more pair of polarized sunglasses, 50% off. It's the sun, it's the rays, it's mm-hmm. the shades, the sunglasses, the shadies. The shadies. Is, that, is that what parents call to their kids, shadies? I feel like I saw that somewhere. They're like, oh, grab your shadies. Oh, that's so cute. And I think that almost goes with shady rays oh. too. Grab your shadies because look, it is the shades rated five stars by over 200 thousand folks well yeah. it's sunny in denver right now like you can wear them at the game yes perfect look at all oh, right are you yes. trying to take my job here <laughs> you don't even pay me are you <laughs> you know what 
I will pay you today. Go ahead and grab yourself a Breck Brew Avalanche Ale because it is a classic American amber. It's got chocolate, caramel, malts. It's a well-rounded, flavorful beer. It can play just about, you know, all the positions. You might even say it's the Joe McEwing of beers. There's a St. Louis Cardinal. Oh, yeah. You like that He wasn't reference. expecting that. Ads and Cardinals references. What are you doing Isn't to me? Isn't his brain like so insane? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, have to, I have to live in here. You have to live inside of an ad read. I have to live inside this brain. You, it's exhausting. It, it is. It's but exhausting being adjacent to it. A little bit. A little bit. But look, don't don't get exhausted at trying to find where, where Breck Brew is at at your, your local liquor store. Go to the Breck Beer locator, breckbrew.com. That's where you can find it. Support a Colorado business that supports Colorado businesses. Like us, it's made up with 100% renewable energy ingredients, all from Colorado. Susie, you are an ingredient from Colorado, and you have whipped up a batch of the gossip. I do have some gossip. Also, I want to like mention just John's comment real fast, because he wishes prices were more expensive, because that would mean that we're more relevant. What, what makes you happy? How can... <laughs> I don't think that's always the case, though, because it's a weekday game. Like, it's tougher to... People yeah. can't always do it, so it makes 24, sense. 24,000. Like, that was... You know, we've been uh, kind of having some fun in the press box, trying to figure out the time of game, the attendance. I felt good. Uh, I said about 28,000. Everyone was going, like, over 30. And I was like, I think it's almost too nice. Sure, it's a Monday. Nolan's back. But that Nolan bump is just not there anymore right now. Mm -hmm. It's almost... It's so nice that it's like, no, I don't want to go out to a game. Like, I want to relax, kind mm -hmm. of. I think that's the vibe. And that, that actually could hurt attendance for the next two days. Wednesday, tomorrow, they'll get the math day bump. Yes. Yes. The is that when like thousands and thousands of kids come to Coors Field? At or least, that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. One of my friends it's is not a science teacher and he'll day. be there. It's math day, though. Okay. Which is different. So I don't know if they're adding, you know, more days to the calendar next year, 31st anniversary. It'll be history day. I was going to say, did, has there been a math day before? Because I know science day. Maybe. And I think there still is going to be a science day. Every day can be day. a math day. But yeah, math day. Vinny Castillo will not be trying to hit home runs so they can calculate launch angle and doing all those things, which is also math. Mm -hmm. But uh, it'll be math day tomorrow. But That was so cool, though. It's the gossip right now, though. Let's gossip some stuff. Let's gossip the gossip. Oh, my goodness. The set is back. This is our talk show. Oh, my goodness. I love we, this. We're going to talk about some gossip. You can participate, too. Um, uh, okay, so did you hear... <laughs> Oh my God, did you guys hear that Chad Cool wants uh -huh. credit for the white pants? Ooh. I could, uh, that's interesting. Now, they wore the white pants before Chad's Cool start on Sunday, mm -hmm. but not before the Washington Nationals came to town. So. Spill, spill the beans on this, spill the tea. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to play it cool, maybe. Oh. about him because okay so last season i don't know if you've seen our pictures on twitter of this mm. but he uh, was wearing the city connect jersey with white pants instead of the green pants and, and just, honestly just for, it's amazing i think it looks, it looks good. so good it yeah good. just for workouts just for workouts but he was like you know i like want this to be a thing uh but i got a chance to catch up with him on saturday ahead of his start, but the Rockies were, it was the first City Connect day of the year. They were actually wearing the City Connect jerseys mm -hmm. with the white pants, in part because they didn't have green pants for everyone yet. That's a whole other thing. Oh, <laughs> so it wasn't intentional. I mean, it's partially intentional. Um, so the plan is, this is sidebar, sidebar. <laughs> Side gossip. The Side plan, tip. the plan is they're going to wear the white pants for Wednesday day games. 
Because it'll be hot. Because it's hot out. And then they're going to go back to the green pants for Saturday evening games. There's something satisfying, though, about just a big sliding dirt stain on white pants. So I get it. Like, And I thought it looked crisp. Like, It does. uh, Some people were complaining about so much green last year. And I think it really kind of breaks it up. It looks less like a license plate and more like a baseball team. Yeah. But I will say, no, he did not demand credit for the City Connect swap. But when I told him, I was like, did you notice that that's what they're wearing? He's like, no, really? Oh, that's great. What? That's awesome. He was like, I wanted that. I'm like, I know. That's why I'm telling you. It happened. Yes. The real question, though, is did he wear it first or did Jolie's Chessine's son wear it? Because they were around the same Chessine's time. Chessine's son wore it Low first. Low key, he may have actually been the first. He was the first. He was? He was, yeah. Right. He was. Still. So Chad Cool gets his style tips from children. All right, that's, yes. that's fine. Did you shop at Baby Gap? Did you ask him that? Anyway, let's, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Ryan Mountcastle is mm. feuding with a 10-year-old. Did you guys hear about this? Oh my no. God, do you guys think that's true? That he's feuding with a 10-year-old? I mean, a 10-year-old human? Yeah, a 10-year-old human. A 10-year-old boy. Why? On what? Well, what? The, so here's the thing. Orioles don't have a City Connect uniform yet. So that there no 10-year-old boy wore a City Connect uniform with a different color pair of pants. And then Ryan Mountcastle wanted <laughs> So questions. what other drama could there be? <laughs> it, and it couldn't have anything to do with the dong bong. Oh, folks. which is fantastic, by do the way. Do a quick yeah. Google search. Not at work. Not at work. <laughs> Dong bong, and find out what the Baltimore Orioles are doing. Not at Have work. You seen it? Disclaimer. Yes, yeah. It's awesome. It's a home run celebration. <laughs> yeah, that is great. I don't, I don't think the ten year old has anything to do with that. I, I, I hope he, he might. All. He might. <laughs> oh God. They, they, he, they he are drinking, they're drinking water. He might have done a funnel of beer before. I the did game. have to watch it twice to be like, is that? Oh, it's water. It's, it's water. water. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's water. not even like Gatorade or Powerade or whatever have they drink out there. Have you tried to chug a whole Gatorade? That's a. Listen, it's a mini water bottle, but still, the dong bong, I like it, water. Water. Uh, water. Um, uh, Ryan Mountcastle feuding with a 10-year-old. I mean, probably um, a young heckler was picked up on a <gasps> mic on the Yes broadcast, and he, he he was getting to him. Uh, we've got the video. We've got the audio. Yaga, can we hear it? Two one. Two and two. You say hit the damn ball? Yeah. <laughs> and that was in so. Baltimore. That was not in New York. No, it was not in New that York. That was Baltimore, where they love to clean their clothes in their washing machines. <laughs> it was not in New York. New York. Forget about it. That's wild. <laughs> Is this an ad? Yeah, he's giving some, <laughs> no, some no, he's just for, off the rails. <laughs> yeah, for washing machines? No, we don't have a partnership with GE yet, but we're laying the groundwork today. It worked with Liquid Death last year. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Which was also a Chad Cool thing. Chad Cool was the sponsored Rocky last year. He tried to give me a can, and I'm like, I can't even just take a can of water from you. Yeah. Legally speaking. Legally speaking, we can't. It's uh, against the rules. But a washing machine, if yeah, we'll, we'll accept a couple. You know what? But I'd love to see. I mean, East Coast fans are just like a different breed. Oh, like yeah. anyone from the Northeast is just like certifiably a psycho from day mm-hmm. one. I agree. So I love to see that intensity from a from a kid. That's a, that's great. Loved love that. Love that. And it, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> That's what makes it better. I think that, so. I think that kid has his own uh, podcast now on John Boy Media. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. I don't know. I, I might have just broke news. I, forget it. We might have to delete this scene. <laughs> um, uh, did you hear? Oh, my God. Did you guys hear that Chris Sale cursed out an umpire? 
I can that see That doesn't it. surprise me. No. <laughs> I, I would imagine he did, yes. It's just like 100% true. Like, can't <laughs> yeah. even. And sometimes the truth is stranger than what you could make up. But yeah, Chris Sale uh, was on the mound last week against Detroit, and he had some choice words for an ump. Chris Sale is always doing something. He's always having an outburst. Did he get in trouble? He did say an F-bomb. Ooh. Did he go into is the that a ump- fine? <laughs> did he go into the umpire's room All on and a hot smash mic. It was on a hot mic, though, so that's why like, we know oh, about okay. it. But uh, I don't think he... I think he I think he was fine. Yeah. Okay. That works. They are just like, oh, this is not the worst thing Chris Sale could be doing to us right now. <laughs> this is okay. This we'll is, take this it. This is okay. This is not worst case scenario. We may have to ask today in the clubhouse of the Rockies players if they've seen the dong bong. And if the Rockies will adopt something like that, because Glenn in the chat saying, you could call it the Homer hose. Oh. I, also, I also wouldn't Google that at works. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Homer Hose. Homer Hose sounds like that was the original name because it's like generic, but it explains what it is. And then someone came up with the dong bong and you oh go, my gosh. oh, but okay, Glenn. Well, we'll put out our feelers. All right. We've got a new. Uh, all right. I've got one more piece of gossip. Did you hear that mm. McCovey Cove? Mm-hmm. McCovey Cove Dave has a new obstacle for catching those splash hits. There was some kind of accident, I want to say, on the Lefty O'Doul Bridge out there in right field during the off season. Does that have anything to do with that? No, no. Uh, what What if I told you it was hoverboards? Hoverboard? See, I would have believed that. You know, maybe some Dodgers fans like put a hole in all his kayaks or something rude like that. <laughs> Dave, we don't want this to happen. I'm just saying, maybe it did. But there might be hover. There might be hoverboards flying around McCovey Cove. <laughs> okay. But we actually have a video. This is just also 100 percent true. This is a catching a ball in the air while you're on one of those hoverboards is it'll happen this season it's it has wild. to, it no has way. to. If i'll out take there. the under on that all right i'll talk to you in, <laughs> in october just, the odds of that is just so rare so is there a company now that like has the rights to you know all of that space immediately beyond the wall because i don't think you can just go out there and do it right i don't know what i don't know how it works I, would, I, I tried to look into who was doing this, and uh, I got to do a little more digging. I need to. Okay. We need to ask McCovey Coke Dave really how he feels about all this nonsense flying around him. It's true. I didn't. It didn't look like there were like any uh, buoys, or you know how there's areas roped off if you yeah. were swimming at a lake or something. Yeah. Some, well, they don't really do that in the ocean, but more like lakes. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, you know, stay within this area. I didn't see that there. Of like, hey, don't come inside because a hovercraft or hoverboard, you know, is going to run right into you. That's not good. So I don't know, if I was on a kayak there and somebody was doing that, I think I'd be a little annoyed. I'd be impressed yeah. for a little bit, but then I'd be like, okay, it would get old. I'd be nervous. That I'm they wet would fall over on me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then carrying fans. Like what was that? That was okay. That was awesome. But. I would, I would hope that the giants would step in, in a spot like that and say, no, we want this to be a space for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually the same people that are coming out. And, and sometimes there are days where there's a lot of people and there might be, you know, companies that will, 
link up a bunch of different kayaks or whatever. For the most part, that is an open space for people to be able to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so if you were to lose that for a company to come in with those hovercrafts, that would be disappointing. And I would hope the Giants would prevent something like that and mm -hmm. somehow just step in and say like, no, come on, we, we want this to be in an open, open space for everybody to enjoy. Mm -hmm. That would be a bummer if that's the case. Maybe give the hoverboards like a different section. Yeah, out in like a little further field, out of the co yeah, exactly more where center field. We can't see that. Can they get up high enough them. to see into the stadium? They might. <laughs> it looked close. Maybe not. Yeah, it, it looked like. I mean, that would be the whole point, right? I mean, otherwise you're looking at a brick wall. Go yeah. go look at a brick wall somewhere else by Alcatraz. You know. What I, I mean? mean, but when you're out there on your kayak, like I've always wanted to do it because I think that like takes me back to like childhood when you have it on the radio. Mm -hmm. You're outside yeah. playing there, you know, and then you hear the crack of a, the crowd. <laughs> Yes, there's a so you know delay when to the look, radio. but you still have you know. It, I <sighs> love the radio is the so radio. good. Oh yes, thank you. Uh, sorry, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some things to think about, everyone. Some things to think about. Rockies do not play the Giants. We've said it before until June sixth, and I think that game is at core. So mm. that seems really late it's in the season. Very it late. is really late. Now there's only two trips, you know, to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Only two trips for the Giants to Colorado. I do like that we're playing every team this year i think that's great i think it's good for baseball yeah i think it is um and it's gonna bring it's not just you know different divisions coming into town it's like really you can see everybody i mean especially when you have goals to see every team in every ballpark kind of thing mm -hmm. it's really nice to be able to do that and i think it gives you shows more nl teams well now that we have the dh i guess it's not that big of a difference but it shows more nl teams against al teams i just i really like it i'm excited mm -hmm. i'm excited about a lot of things though i'm a baseball stand it's it's great <laughs> you can see all the teams now and uh look you can see all of us on twitter Kristen, go ahead and uh, let folks know where they could see you at i'm at dr f117 nighthawk there you go. Yep. Uh, at DNVR underscore Rockies is where we've got all of our Rockies hijinks. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. You can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Kristen, thank you for providing us a little bit of momentum here going into the uh, final couple of days of the series. But uh, Susie knows this better than anybody. Unfortunately, with baseball and podcasts, you know what they say about momentum, don't you? It's only as good as your next show. So we will see you <laughs> tomorrow on Wednesday, post-game show, right here back on DNVR Sports Channel here on YouTube.